It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. I mean, stop singer. Toss on off the first in time to get seven. Three run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye, baseball. Straight away, center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven. Scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here. Gary Hill here. That was a fun one last night. Mariners get the win. They take another series. And now a big one starts tonight against the Angels, which should be a lot of fun. Whoops. That was uh, that's just gonna have to stay in. So there you go. <laughs> uh yeah, so the Mariners win last night, a big win. We'll talk about that. We'll detail that. Also, big news at the ballpark as well. Ichiro transitioning to a new role. Shannon Dreyer put together an excellent piece on kind of everything. Summed up, I thought, everything pretty well yesterday that happened at the yard. So uh, I'll have that for you here in a few minutes. And it, it's, it's great. It's in-depth. It, it gives you the whole picture of everything that happened yesterday. So that's going to come up in a few minutes as well. I think you'll enjoy that. And we're going to talk about the series coming up starting tonight against the Angels. It's a big one. So we'll talk about that as well. So a lot to get to here on this podcast. But let's start with the game last night. You know, it comes on the heels of the heartbreaker, the game before Paxton, of course, fanning 16. The Mariners lose a close one. A's get the bullpen. And then you're staring at Sean Manaya coming in. And Manaya has been... Outstanding. I mean, the ERA leader in the American League, he has been ridiculously good. Coming into the game, he had allowed five earned runs on the season. An ERA just a touch over one. The lowest batting average against in baseball. He has been really, really good. No hit the Boston Red Sox. I mean, just go down the list. Even faced the Mariners once already this year. And uh, pitched really well. Seven innings against the M's. And they couldn't do much against him either so he has been great this year but it was great to see the Mariners right away they get to Manaya in the first inning Robbie Cano who ended up having a, a huge ball game for the M's a couple of big knocks gets a base hit and the pitch on the way to Robbie swing and a line drive base hit down the left field line Gordon will score from third up of the ball is Pinder Robbie the turn at first will stop there the throw to second cut off by Simeon Robbie Cano with an RBI single and just like that, the Mariners have an early 1-0 lead over the A's here in the bottom of the first RBI number 15 on the year for Cano, and he jumped on Manaya's first pitch. It's kind of amazing to me, consider that Manaya had allowed one hit with runners in scoring position on the season coming in. 
one for ten. There, there haven't been many base runners and not many runners in scoring position. But by the third inning, Robbie Cano had two by himself. Manaya's 3-2 pitch. Swung on line, drive center field, down a base hit. Here comes D. Gordon. He scores. And the Mariners extend the lead. Thanks to Robbie Cano, it is two to nothing Mariners. It didn't take long in the third inning as well. The lead extended thanks to Nelson Cruz with a big bash. The pitch to Cruz. Swung on. Blasted. Center field. Long run. Canna. He's at the warning track. He's at the wall. Looking up. It is gone. Dead center field. Nelson Cruz. Home run number seven on the year. A serious blast to center field. The Mariners extend the lead. It is four to nothing. Pretty amazing. Manaya, who'd allowed five earned runs on the season. The Mariners got him for four within the first three innings. And from there, the bullpen really took over. LeBlanc got the start for the M's, uh, got to his pitch count at 70, gave him four innings. Bradford, a solo home run, but that was it. Bullpen played lockdown. Nicasio Diaz in for the third game in a row, and Diaz would seal the deal on this one. The one-two pitch swing and a miss, strike three, and a 99-mile-an-hour fastball. Sugar with a save. How sweet it is! And the Mariners beat Oakland tonight. A final score of four to one. They win the series two games to one for Edwin Diaz, his 13th save of the season. And that leaves every closer in Major League Baseball with those 13 saves. He's been outstanding. Can't overlook the defense as well. They played a big part in this one. Now he delivers 3-2. Strike three called. The runner goes. Throw to second base. It is in plenty of time. Pinder is nailed at second. Mike Zanino throwing flames to second base. That's a strike him out. Throw him out. Double play. D. Gordon should not be overlooked either as he, again, just lived on base. First pitch to D. Swung on, ripped up the middle, threw for another base hit. D. Gordon on fire, his third hit of the ball game and his 16th hit in the last five games. Sizzling. Really is. And, of course, he stole. uh, Even on a pitch out, they couldn't get D. Gordon. Runner goes. It's a pitch out. Throw to second base. It is not in time. And the ball in center field. Gordon to his feet. He'll fly into third. The pitch out did not matter. D. Gordon, his second steal of the game. The ball into center. And now he's standing at third base. He wreaks so much havoc on the bases. And he does it here again. Standing at third now with just one away. He played a, such a huge role in this one. Had 10 hits in the three-game series against the A's as the Mariners win another series. So big for them as they've only lost one series on the season. That was to the Houston Astros. So they bounce back with a great bounce-back win against one of the best pitchers in the American League. Here's what Scott Service said after the game. Yeah, my is pretty tough. You got, you got to get to him early. Yeah, we had some, you know, uh, he, he is. Manaya's thrown the ball really well. Obviously, we saw him early in the year. Uh, he's been on a really good roll. He's, he's pitching a little differently. You know, he's using his off-speed stuff a little bit more. But, uh, you know, we, we got on him, didn't do a ton of damage against him. But Cruzy, the big, uh, you know, homer, I thought, uh, again, D. Gordon, uh, uh, unbelievable. Top of the lineup, uh, getting on base, uh, a couple of stolen bases, really, you know, sets the table for guys. Robbie, a good night there. But, uh, uh 
Nice job by our, our bullpen tonight. The guys bounced right back. Um, and even the guys in the middle stepped up tonight when we knew they were all going to get a chance to pitch, or a lot of them were going to get a chance to pitch. And that was the key to the ball game. You know, LeBlanc gave us what he had. Uh, Wade, is, uh, he's been around. He, he knows, and you can kind of see the last eight to 10 pitches, the tank was empty. And uh, <laughs> as much as he wanted to go back out there for the fifth, you know, he knows himself, and, and I trust our guys. So uh, Bradford picked him up, and Apostles continued to throw the ball well. And uh, Juan Lacasio looked angry to me tonight. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, he wasn't real happy with the way things went uh, last night. And he wanted to get back out there and get after it, and he did. Eddie was real sharp as well. So good ball game. Uh, win the series. Um, you know, look forward to the weekend. Angry Juan Lacasio was throwing 97 right away. I mean, maybe he should be angry all the time. Yeah, I'll let you tell him that, Ryan. Uh, Juan is at a off to a really good start this year. He had the little hiccup here last night, uh, but no issues tonight. Uh, he, he was letting it fly and locating very well. And you know, Juan's a proven guy in this league and, and really valuable part of our bullpen. Just uh, helping Eddie along and, and what he does in the eighth inning, it's it's really really important for us. You you, there was no question that they would bounce back in your mind, though. No, not at all. Way. Not at all. I knew those guys. I went up to them in the outfield like I always do. You know, every day checking in on them, and uh, you could tell right from the get-go they both wanted in the game tonight. They were good. They're ready to go. Let's get back after it. Scott, what is the what is the the pressure that D applies on on a defense? What does that do to a defense? Well, you, you see them. You know, where the infield is is they're in or on top of them because of the bunt. Um, he can he hits the ball all over the park. Um, you know, how do you pitch D Gordon? I I've been watching it all year. I'm not sure how you would do it. Um, he can hit balls all over the strike zone, sometimes out of the strike zone. Uh, you know, and, and the speed out of the box, he's running out of the box, and it is full go, 100% down the line every time. And it just, infielders know it, you know, but uh, I love how he, he sets the tone for our ball club. You did play a little small ball there early, sacrificing D over to third both times. And uh, was that just thinking that runs were going to be at a premium, try to get those on the board earlier? Yeah, you know, Gene's in the two-hole, and Dee's out there. And uh, Gene Ding did a guy over the other night, and, you know, Edgar talked to him a little bit about it, and uh, Gene wanted to make sure he got him over the night. So that, that was Gene's idea uh, to get him over to third. He got it done. Robbie picked him up. It was good baseball. Shum and I allowed one run against left-handers coming into this game, and then Robbie drives it to himself today. How impressive was that? Left-handed hitting and left-handed pitching. No, I kind of challenged Roger, Robbie before the game, and I got his attention. He usually responds to the challenge. So, uh, again, Manai's off to a really good start this year. Uh, we got just enough off him tonight, and our pitching was was the key. But, you know, Robbie had really good at bats. The last time he faced Manaya, he didn't get on base. I mean, it just seems like when he's on base in a game, it changes everything, the tempo of the game, everything that you guys do. It really does. Uh, you know, the, the speed, everybody talks about the power in the game right now and, and where the game is headed. There, there's still a spot for that guy. you got to be very talented, and we got the right guy, uh, you know, out there with the speed and his ability to – the eye-hand coordination that he has is remarkable. Um, some of the balls that he gets – some of the balls he fouls off, I don't know how he touches them. So um, big part big part of our team at the top of the order, and, you know, got to keep him healthy and keep him out there. Get that huge effort from Paxson yesterday, and then today you're facing the reigning American League Pitcher of the Month, but you go win it. Is that just baseball? It's baseball. Know? That's baseball, TJ. You know, it, you know the matchups and, and how you're supposed to go. Very seldom goes that way, but you find a way to, to bounce back. I knew our guys would bounce back tonight. And again, uh, great job by all the guys out of our bullpen tonight. Encouraging what Wade was able to do, knowing that he can build upon that. 
Yeah, it was. I, Wade's going to throw strikes. Wade will not beat himself. Uh, you know, the changeup is a big pitch for him. But, you know, the cutter moving the ball over the strike zone, um, you know, kind of on the edges. That's where he has to live. And it was exactly what we were looking for. It was four or five, whatever we could get on him tonight. Uh, we emptied the tank. It was a good matchup. He got the last out against Olsen, the left-on-left -left thing, and it was, it was time to go to the pen. So there was, that was the skipper after the ball game. Edwin Diaz, nice bounce back as well as he gets the save. Here's what Eddie had to say after the ball game. I work a little bit my mechanic before the game with the pitching call, and today was outstanding for me. Did you, did you think you needed to make a little mechanical adjustment or anything like that? Or yeah, I, wa I was rushing a little bit. I was rushing. That's why my ball was running into the play yesterday. Um, we work a, a little bit in that, you know, and I make adjustment today. Juan said that he talked to you after the game last night. What was the conversation? Who, Juan? Juan. No, he told me that, that that can happen, you know, that will happen for us, and we, we have to bounce back and be ready for tomorrow for the game. So mission accomplished on that front then, pretty clearly? Yeah, you know, it was a great game for us. You know, he threw the A pretty good. I came, I came in the night and closed the door. He looked a little angry. He looked a little angry in the eighth. Yeah, he was, he was pretty mad, you know, because yesterday he told me, oh, man, I think he got, he got lucky against me. And today I want to face them and I want to demonstrate them. I am the guy here. Have you seen him throw 97? Yeah, you know, he told me today when we, we was playing catch, if I don't throw 97 today, we retire. <laughs> <laughs> and he threw him in the game. I told him, you can retire now. <laughs> did you see it when he did throw 97? Yeah, we were seeing because I told the guy in the bullpen, and they told me they, they can't right now. They can't hit 97 today. <laughs> so if he wasn't going to hit 97, he was going to retire. That's outstanding. Great win for the M's, another series win. And it sets up what is going to be a very fun weekend at Safeco Field. I hope you're planning on being there because this is going to be great. The Angels in town, they've won three in a row. They've been a great road team, 11-2 and two so far on the road. Now tied for first place in the West with the Astros. Houston's lost three in a row. The Mariners, a uh, half game back behind both Houston and L.A., as the uh, Mariners now 18-12 and 12 on the season. So this should be a very fun three-game series. Albert Pujols on the cusp of 3,000 hits. So a little bit of history hanging there as well. Garrett Richards will take the ball for the Angels tonight. Richards, for the most part, has been good this season. His numbers marred a little bit uh, after his last start. Against the Yankees, just an inning and two-thirds, nine runs, five earned. And before that, he's been good against the Giants. He fanned 11 two-earned runs. He's a real key to what they want to do, obviously. He just hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. But he's back in the rotation. He'll get the start tonight. Mike Leak will take the ball for the Mariners. 7-10 first pitch tonight at Safeco Field. Saturday, Marco Gonzalez against Tyler Skaggs. He's been Maybe the biggest surprise for the Angels so far this year. Skaggs has been good. Lefty 3-2 with a 3-0-3 ERA. So a couple lefties going at it on Saturday. And then Sunday, Felix Hernandez will take the ball. 1-10 first pitch. Officially, it's TBD, but I think we're all anticipating that Otani will get the start on Sunday. If you have not gotten your tickets for Sunday, I would go ahead and make that, make that happen now because that should be phenomenal. Mariners, another chance to get the series. And, boy, if they could take this series against the Angels, that would be pretty big. Then onto the road. The good news is, coming into this homestand, Mariners have played the fewest home games in baseball. Uh, after this next road trip, 
Toronto, Detroit, that one weird game in Minnesota. Then essentially at home for the rest of the month outside of a three-game series on the road against the A's. So a chance to do some big damage to end May. But first things first, big series against the Angels starting tonight. Hopefully we'll see it at Safeco Field. Right now, here's a piece that Shannon Dreyer put together with the news yesterday of Ichiro and his transition. An incredible scene at Safeco Field today where the Mariners announced that Ichiro was transitioning from the role of player to assistant to the chairman. Ichiro will remain with the club home and away and assist where he can. His approach and routine day in and day out would be just like that as a player, taking batting practice and participating in all aspects of the game right up until game time. It's not a retirement, something that was made very clear today, but Ichiro will not play again in 2018. Right now we bring you some of Ichiro's meeting with the media this afternoon afternoon where the first question was what has changed for him that I have been in the 18 year career that I've, that I've had. The last two months have been the happiest I've been. I knew uh, uh, one day that, that I would, um, that day would come when I would have to walk away. And, um, but, you know, the Mariners have given me this opportunity uh, to stay on. And obviously, with the with my teammates um, how great they have been and um, how how much they mean to me and how much I want to help uh, is the reason why I wanted to stay on and be able to help in any way I can teacher what is it about this two and a half months that's sat so well with you that you really enjoyed what is it that's made the experience a special I said it in the press conference uh, when I first came back that you know, I get to be back for the town that I love and be able to come back. And, and when I did, um, the teammates that I had, um, they have been great. They're, uh, you know, really uh, in a friendly way. Uh, they're, they're obviously younger, and, and I guess you could call them almost cute kids you know they, they've been uh, very warm and it's been a great situation I have a manager who has a lot of heart who cares about players what, what I feel now is that I want to do whatever I can for our manager um, I haven't felt that in a, in a long time where I want to really play hard for for our human being and, and he's, he's definitely one of them and so those are the reasons why had the happy times here. To not be officially retired, um, what scenario would it take for you to finally say I am retired, or what scenario would it take for you to say I'm coming back and I'm playing again? When I start using a cane, that's a time that, that I think I should retire. Teacher, why is it important for you to continue to put the uniform on and to go out to take batting practice and to continue to do the work that you have always done? まあ、I, I, I want to be 
like a like a researcher or maybe like a student of the game where I'm maybe at this age what what I can do now prepare myself train see what I can do uh, to in the future see see what the work that I put in see what what happens to my body to performance just see what happens so I want to continue to to do that and, and be able to be continue to work and, and, and see what, what I can do. Jerry said that he thought, Jerry said he thinks he'll see each year playing a baseball again, baseball game again. And does he believe he'll be playing in another baseball game next year? You know, if that opportunity, that chance wasn't there, then I don't then I don't think I could be in a situation where I'm at now where I can continue to work and be in this role. Obviously, in a, in a different situation now, but I do see myself uh, playing again. And that's why I'm continuing to practice and work and, and do the things that I need to so that I can continue to get better. It's harder for me to, to imagine me not playing. How much would he like to be playing in those games in Japan Of course, that's, that's kind of far away, but uh, it's kind of a, a far goal that, that I think I can work towards, that um, I can continue to work and, and, and have that goal there. Is there a certain piece you feel having reached this point in your life? It's really hard to, hard to describe how I'm feeling, but when, when I was told that this, this, uh, this was going to take place, I was still able to not waver, not let it affect me. I was still able to go out and do what I do. And that's something that I've really worked hard at, and I've really tried to, to be that person. And I'm just grateful and happy that I was able to have that mentality and not, not be up and down and, and let, let things affect me uh, to the point where I couldn't do things. And that's how I feel today that I'm, I'm happy that I was able to do that. And he's taking no days off. Earlier this afternoon, Ichiro went through the pregame stretch, much of which he spent laughing with D. Gordon and Ryan Healy. He took his rounds of batting practice with the final group of hitters, tonight's bench guys. See you later! Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 